<laughs> Whoa! There was a Mario comic book, so I'm good there. Hey, welcome to Cape Crisis. I'm the host, Henry Gilbert, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. And this is a podcast about comic books, uh, sequential art, graphic novels, newsroom, everything people care about. And oh, I should have get the... Oh, sorry. Go no? ahead. Go ahead, yep. brother. And I'm here with regular old co-host... Christopher Antista? That's who you are. And also, welcome back. Cotter to your dream was your ticket out. Brett, uh, hi. Who'd have thought he sorry, made? Man. No. Hello, it's Brett. It's Brett. Hi. I'm sorry. I was distracted. I was like, that's not what Hearthstone says. No. Uh, says, Hearthstone says a bunch of baby stuff repeatedly. Boy, we were just oh. uh, we were just talking about our Comic Con plans. Comic Con is a coming up. But I can see Grim is online playing the game right now. Wow. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Graham, who thinks comic books are dumb. He's he playing does. Hearthstone right now. He, everything he thinks is dumb, he actively engages with yeah, for yeah, like yeah, six yeah, hours yeah. a night. Grim shared with me a great video today, which was... Uh, I had never watched it the before. Not Donkey really. The, the Donkey Kong mm-hmm. Country CG film. Where show. Show. It was yeah, a show. That, bad. And it was horrendous. Like, it looks... Hideous. It must have looked bad even at the time. It did. I remember. It looks it, like a student-made recycling commercial. Yeah, and the whole so, thing. And then it's the video was all the songs <laughs> yep. from it, like every song from the Donkey musical Kong. numbers. Yeah, which it was, is ooh. it was really bad. Maybe you could pull it up right now. I could if I knew what it was called. Uh, it, Donkey it, like, Kong, it, just search Donkey Kong Crystal Coconut songs. But it's like it's like Beast Wars level when Beast Wars was in Machine Wars. Oh no, it's even more, like. Well, it's, at least it's way worse. It's the one way of the they first. did Beast Wars was at least them going like these are robots, so they're gonna look weird. They're not gonna look human, but these are just like they're supposed to be. Is that my phone? I, I don't know. It's it like, could be could any be one of our device. I, I devices. Well, I have an iOS device now too. I'm a sad to admit. There we go. Oh, well, let's let's hear. Come let's on, hear baby, no ads. Liz, the Wiz. Oh, now it's always that stupid someone drawing a Hyundai. Have you seen all this fucking drawn commercials? That's the new hotness it. in... As I want some info. This is Donkey Kong singing a ditty. <laughs> I want to know the secrets that the crystal holds and all the magic power that it brings. Jesus it Christ. Looks like it's glitchy. I should know what's going on. It's okay, so... Oh, we can skip to the next song if you'd be happy. Yeah, that blows my theory, sorry. This, this is unbearable. I was going to say, the first one is like, this is like 99-2000, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That first song is at least like, well, boy bands were blowing up, mm-hmm. so I get why they're... And then the next song was just stupid, so... I think it took him a long time I didn't to know Molly Hatchet had fallen so far. God, that the just the yeah the Michael Jackson pastiche of his song and that it's just his face is just like there's no in between animation for his mouth so it's just like zipping between it's the Mario sixty four title screen and also they like gave, they like his I think the Mario's head in Mario sixty four has more polygons than uh, than DK has in that thing and also they gave him like the way his legs move that he has like a like a very defined butt like it's very strange you gotta know where the leg muscles come from yeah. so yeah talking about Donkey Kong but uh, 
That's not did, comics. Did you guys ever read the Mario comics uh, from the? I did. The, 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 the Mario, the Nintendo comics system. Valiant stuff. Valiant, published yeah. by Valiant. Yeah. Really, yeah, but, Valiant yeah. got that contract? Mm-hmm. They got Weird. it because they were cheapest. <laughs> I bet they underbid or overbid everybody else, and then they just had the cheapest comics. And I like, would bet the other big companies wouldn't give Nintendo the share that they wanted. Maybe, in their maybe, but they—I remember them. They had one that was like they had the Mario Three comic, which took place in all the Mario Three places. Never heard then, of it. Then they had one that was like just Game Boy, like it yeah. was the Game Boy comic. Well, really, was the Super Mario Land comic. Like the I'm, characters popped out of Super Mario Land. Somebody posted an image of that. I'm guessing it was on Tumblr, but it was like. It was saying how that comic book version of Peach is better than every other version of Peach because it's Peach just like screaming at Bowser the whole time of like I'm not I'm never going to marry you and then just hitting him all the time <laughs> and then like the last one is like her dressed as a Luigi with a bunch of bombs oh yeah and yeah. I was like I what is it about Peach dressed up as Luigi that is super hot huh yeah I don't know I I saw Jeremy Parrish I never saw that drawing as a kid really I saw Jeremy Parrish now I wasn't reading those issues in Nintendo Power at the time do you but, even lift uh, <laughs> the, I, I only came to realize it when Jeremy Parrish like wrote a thing about it on, on his old Toasty Frog thing, like pre One Up stuff, where he said he had a picture, multiple pictures of her uh, in the Luigi outfit, and then saying like a lot of boys had a sexual awakening when they saw this. <laughs> I want to make fun of you. I don't know but, why it is. But like Peach was automatically sexualized in. Super Mario 3D World when she her firepower puts her yeah. hair in the ponytail. I love like, her hair in the ponytail. Hey. Yeah, no, it, it was How like a... Doing? Oh, wow, you casual. How you doing? <laughs> Princess gets down. Yeah, I got something to show you. Oh. It's my collection right. of Mario games. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, I, well, I like I. I think she has a nice look when she's in like her motorcycle garb in the Mario Kart games. Ooh, no, no, I'm sorry, that was too much of a sacrilege. What that she would I, not drive? We at Mario for a Kart while I was having for a while I was having Dave and Grim and come over and Kyle and I we'd all play four player Mario Kart Eight. Mm-hmm. After three sessions, the game is pretty much banned. What? Like it's like the. Uh, so rarely do you see everyone get equally angry because even the person who finishes first uh, is still pissed off at how hard it was to maintain that first. Yeah, or it's or it's like they can't be. Pr- it's like your dad winning a fight for you. Yeah, it's something you didn't really do. Yeah, it's like there, son, I I fixed it for you. Yeah, yeah like that bully will like, never bother you again. Like Thanks, dad. it is gorgeous. I love the music. And I kind of, and I kind of hate it, but it is super fun. It's yep. just like I've never like Grim, who like, Grimm, you know, it, well, who, has thick skin because of Street Fighter and a lot of online Marvel and Hearthstone and whatever. His driving like, skill is useless; means nothing. No, he's good at the game, but it's mm. like he'll. It's just like uh, everybody yelling and getting so angry, myself mm-hmm. included. Anyway, all right. But so comics about Jeez. comic books. Yeah, we talked a tiny bit about comics there, but uh, mm-hmm. so what have you? Been reading. I have not been reading, but I do have something. I can go last or first. Uh, all right, well, or I'll in go, the middle. I'll go first. <laughs> okay. Well, first off... Mine has sounds. I'm happy that I read... Uh, I didn't... I forgot all about the Mark Wade had done a Green Hornet. Like, not even reboot, but Green Hornet comics. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that they are very... I, you can't call them a reboot because they are very specifically in the time they were set in. Like, 
It said in 1941, pre-war. Bruce still alive. That uh, I didn't realize Kato in the comics is Japanese. Like that he's uh, he's supposed to be a Japanese dude, and Bruce Lee is Japanese. He's he's Chinese American. Mm. Though, as I I believe I could be wrong about this, but I remember hearing that like. He, he grew up in America, like, he didn't speak, like, Cantonese and had to, like, learn it to mm. star in films in Hong Kong. Because, like, the Kato, it was called, the, the Green Hornet was the Kato show in Hong Kong. Like, they, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. they were much more into Kato than the white dude. And He's pretty boring. Yeah, that guy is pretty boring. But so, Mark Wade's book makes him more interesting for mm-hmm. a change. That it's basically, as he calls it in the intro, mm-hmm. it's Lawrence of Arabia meets Citizen Kane. And like that, the main dude. It's a lofty. Yeah. Well, you can see how Mark Wade sells comic books because he's so good at pitching like that. Yes. Yes, it's Avengers meets Twelve Years a Slave. Mm-hmm. You sold. So. Oh, that was wrong to say that. <laughs> I didn't mean anything. <laughs> like anyway. He meant everything by it, people. <laughs> but it's a fun. I, I was enjoying it because he says it's about the story is about hubris of like the Green Hornet gets too full of himself he's like i can do anything and just also the the setup of the green hornet that he's trying to pretend he's a mob boss when he's really a uh, a suit like he's using it to spy on the mob it's a really cool it's it's an interesting idea it's one seth rogan kind of ruined but uh <laughs> well i mean man you think seth rogan michelle gondry together that wouldn't be a bad movie yeah, it's still not like a combination I would have picked out. It's like Honey Mustard and Twizzlers. You love both of these. Well, I think let's the, eat. I think the problem with it was that they it was too expensive a movie, and so Michel Gondry, like, instead of getting to do whatever he felt mm-hmm. like, like all his other films seemed to be, this one was just like, no, no, this needs a Wendy's ad, or no, no, it had a hard, sorry, Carl's Jr. They had a Carl Jr. Chicken Fingers ad. Really? I remember, yeah, I remember the uh, green hornet, hornet car was by the chicken fingers. <laughs> chicken fingers, that's my Seth Rogen impression. Thank you, everybody. Whoa, chicken Emily. fingers. Whoa. That's pretty good, actually. It's way better than mine. <clears throat> well, Quicksilver did it, too. So. Mm-hmm. He did. And hey, we all love Quicksilver. He did. That's a bizarre redemption. I, what prompted oh, I you really, to read this shit? Um, <laughs> an Amazon uh, recommendation It said... Mm-hmm. Hey, you're reading all these Mark Wade things, and because I just read, like, I just got a new Mark Wade Daredevil collection. The last, mm-hmm. I'm also up to date on his, uh, the last of the books in New York before he moves to. Uh, yeah, I feel San like I Francisco. finished those like months ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. But, I haven't read any of the new one yet, but but the San Francisco one, like, I love the setup at the end of it that he's like. He stopped pretending he wasn't Daredevil. He, like he just one hundred percent says, "I am Daredevil." Like and after in a public thing, like uh, I'd say a decade, ten years yeah. of it constantly being like the whole out storyline being mm-hmm. this big status quo change, and him having to deny he's Daredevil, and most some people knowing, a lot of people believing, and other people not, and. I think I think Martin Wade realized like that was like too nebulous of a status quo. It's just like, well, is he Daredevil or isn't he? Like, really, everyone should really go read the entire Bendis and Brubaker run. Bendis Brubaker, you can drop Diggle don't, and then come back don't. on for Daredevil by Mark Wade. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. But yeah, the the, uh, the art I would give like a B or B plus at best on the art on the Green Hornet book. But mm-hmm. it is the writing is good and and also it Mark Wade has a lot of moments in it. it now I know what it feels like to be an outsider to things I love or am a super expert in. Like, like say when we're at a Marvel film and mm-hmm. a character who at the end of the film will be the Falcon shows up and just says his his name, and then I go like, "Ooh, boy, is that guy?" 
Like there are moments in the first, there are multiple moments in the first issue of Green Hornet where a character calls, shows up and like, hello, this is me, your secretary that everybody knows. Famously, I'm your secretary in the, in the comics. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know who you are. Jimmy Olsen. Maggie Gyllenhaal. I know Green Hornet, barely. And I know Kato because he's Bruce Lee. And did you guys, and the only Green Hornet thing I ever consumed before because I didn't even watch the movie. The crossover was, episodes with Batman. The crossover episodes yeah. with Batman. Did you guys see that? I totally. Don't even, I don't even remember that? They're walking up the stupid wall together. Yeah, it's famous because it uh, it was in the it was in the Bruce Lee film, the uh, the dragon of Bruce Lee story, the biopic. Because like uh, the story was that Burt Ward was like bragging all the time, like, "Hey, I'm a karate expert. I'm taking karate. I'm a badass," and so. Then in this, they script a fight scene between the sidekicks, between Kato and Robin. And so, like, then Burt Ward is very scared of, like, he knows Bruce Lee could kill him. And he's just like, oh, hey, Bruce Lee, we're, we're pals, right? And Bruce Lee didn't do anything. There were games based on that dragon movie, weren't there? Yeah, there, there was. was. There was there a was. platformer. Yeah. But that's so weird. It, really stepping back and it thinking. might be the only biopic with a game. Biopic mm-hmm. video game. A, You're playing. A biography. The, the, the video story game. Of Bruce Lee. The, the actor portraying a real <laughs> yes. person. Like, you wouldn't just make a Bruce Lee game. Yeah. There's no, there's no Walk the Line video game. There's no Hurricane that video is game. so weird. Uh, but yeah, Green Hornet's been fun. And then I also uh, I read some more of Velvet. read some more uh, oh, Sex Criminals. I'm excited for Comic Con on Preview Night is the same night as Image is doing like their own thing parallel to it. Mm-hmm. And like Image is getting to be a big ass deal now. And oh, yeah. they like I talked all about this a lot lately. But yeah, they're just they're really trying to get people. Though I think like now. You couldn't get a new. You have to be established to get a book at, at Image now. Like they're not about discovering no, new I talent. Think there's there's still a ton of under the radar books at Image. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, when I, we were doing all that Walking Dead stuff, like everybody who was working on the Walking Dead mm-hmm. had an issue of something in Image. Oh, that's like, yeah, that's true. Then it's. I think their high profile stuff is becoming more high profile. I also want to commend them at a Comic Con. They have a giant booth in the center of everything. And it's just reasonably priced comics in a bundle that you might only be able to get at Comic-Con. And yeah. then I, I, it occurred to me that the Marvel booth at Comic-Con, you couldn't buy a comic. You couldn't mm-hmm. buy a comic if you arranged to in advance. No, There's, I, there's yeah. not, a, not a single book or issue of anything there. Yeah, Image has a really good booth there. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of that. I will be at Comic-Con. I think Brett Elston will be as well. I will be in San Francisco. Ugh, I'll well, be there. It's cool. Again, this will be my fourth in a row, and I never plan on going. And uh, I'm only going to miss New York Comic Con. That's my sixth one. one. Wow, six uh, six a Rooney. It was my eleventh e three. See, yeah, I've only been to four of e. This this was my fourth e three this year, and this will be my fourth Comic Con. And mm. Comic Cons are, I do still have fun at them, but because I've I've had to work them, but 
I get to work them in I that I get to walk around. I don't you, like them. You're I, you're chained to a booth the whole time. It's even when I even when we, better. That's better. Than, that's better. Yeah, than, than having to cover it. When for we were radar. trying to hustle around, that was from, the worst. Like hop, like uh, duck between armpits to try and get to an appointment, and that being impossible. So security guard could tell us, "No, uh, uh, you didn't know the yeah. Vampire Diaries is getting a spinoff. You can't go to right. the western wing of the yeah, building. Right. No, that, almost been thrown out of the building for trying to get back in our own booth. That did happen to me in 2012. Also, that I. Actually, you know what? I'm saying I remember it well, but I was actually crazy sick at the last Comic-Con. Like, I spent mo- I went there a preview night to buy my Spider-Ham figure. And then I Where's went- that figure today, Henry? It's still on my desk at work. It's right. visible. That's, that's fine. This is it well well it's a bust. It's not a figure. Oh, it's okay. a forty dollar right. bust. Right. Do whatever right. a spider right. hand. All right. And <laughs> but yeah, that I went there that night and then I went to some appointments for like, say, Strider. And then I went to uh and then I stayed in bed the rest of the time with like a hellacious uh <laughs> sinus infection. And the only other time I was there, I went on the show floor, it was it was it was like fate in a way because I ran into everybody. Oh, like I remember I, that. As I walked in, oh hey Seth Killian, how's it going? Well, I was just going in to say hi to Brett at the Capcom booth. Oh hey Chris. Oh hey Lizzie. Oh Cheryl. Whoa, what the like yeah. everybody? We got a picture, once. didn't we? Yeah, yeah we took mm. a picture together. I love those Games Radar reunion photographs when we when we it's have fun. Them. It's so rare. And, <laughs> well. Of that caliber. Of yeah. that many people. With Cheryl. When you bring in women, a.k.a. people <laughs> who don't appear on Laser Time. Ah, that's, you're right. That's fucked up. I've been talk- Lizzie works down the street, and we've been talking about having lunch for like eight weeks and have not done it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sounds like somebody doesn't, uh, doesn't really want to have lunch with you. She proposed it. Uh, yeah, we should have Cheryl on to talk Going about like, she wants her, to come on. her cosplaying mm-hmm. things. I know what she's doing, too, this year. Ooh, but you don't reveal it. I will not don't tell. It's it it's going to be great, and there's going to be a skit during the. Um, oh wow, that's okay. right. And if you've never, if you, if that doesn't mean anything to you, then I don't know. Can you Google Cheryl's cosplay? She is a fucking mm-hmm. pro. We went to a uh, panel she did there about how to do stuff. Like, yeah, Cheryl no, that was really, a really, that was really. A was it WonderCon? Yeah, yeah. Cheryl is really, really, really good at her cosplay. and her two buddies. Mm-hmm. But at that show, they were being the um, the three fairy godmothers Flora from... Fauna and Meriwether Henry yes. Jesus were you sad about their the their rewrite in Maleficent they were just kind of bubbling goofs like oh, they are that's what they're, they're doing in the movie well but they're well meaning goofs who mostly take care of Aurora if I may uh-huh. they are the only characters in the, I know this is about comics they're the only characters in that movie who look like Disney characters mm-hmm. it was that's like the only movie Disney hired a uni, a, like a authoritative artist well, yeah, I, that's what I love about Sleeping And Beauty. he refused to let, like, nobody gets to look like the traditional Disney characters except those fairies. Yeah, well, that's why Maleficent, like, is so memorable. Yes, like, everybody's she, super so angular like, and spiked. Um, yeah, more so than, like, the Wicked Witch or whatever, the one from Snow White. Like, the Evil Queen? Evil Queen, whatever. Yeah. Brett, you read some comics. I read precisely two comic books. Did you read uh, Amazing Spider-Man 3? Because I have read that. No, I... Some, yeah. I wanted to hear your... I wanted your opinion on the new black uh, cat costume. 
I didn't see it. Basically, the uh, I still think it's hot. Whatever it is. Well, oh, black. I think they, it's a black cap. Like they made Captain they, America had a black costume. They made her. They sexed her down a bit. I that's probably. It's probably great. America should wear a black costume. Every well, that she had been. She had been sexed <laughs> up to such a degree. Like, yeah, it, it, Black Cat's a character that gets out of control very quickly. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, she is a femme fatale. Like she was invented as a sex symbol. But like, right. Um, I have a thing for her the same way I have a thing for Black Widow, so mm-hmm. whatever. But what about Catwoman at, on the same level? Not really, but 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 make it stop. But <laughs> oh Ugh. man, I isolate that bit as the uh, clip of the week. <laughs> clip of the week. There you go. Um, no, so Catwoman, same thing. Where it, like it got so ridiculous, her sexed upness it mm-hmm. rebounded really hard. That what then. So for me at this point, like as a teenager, I'm like, yeah, make the boobs as big as the big as you can draw, them. as big as the page. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, well, now that I'm an adult mm-hmm. and I'm slightly over that, <laughs> it's more like actually the more you sex them down, that is way more attractive overall mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the moment you give them an actual proportions of like a human that I might actually see in real life, I'm suddenly mm-hmm. like, man, that, ooh. Like it becomes, it, it stops being become, it stops being superhero, no, and that's, like, whoa. yeah, that's interesting. When you do mm. see an old timey design in a current comic, it's like, man, what's your, what problems do you have? Why did you get breast yeah, implants and, and wear an outfit? Yeah, like that? I'm still really like, I'm totally out of that that at this yeah. point. But well, her, but like, th- there was that. I'm gonna pull it up. There was that crossover recently that was, oh, it was like a year or two ago, but it was Daredevil and Spider Man with Black Cat, and she got thrown in prison. Yeah, and. One of the artists, I think, because one was in Daredevil, one was in Spider-Man. It was mm-hmm. a two-parter. Mm-hmm. One of the artists, Black Cat's boobs, couldn't have been bigger. It was completely ridiculous. The other one was, like, slim, athletic, really hot. And I'm like, this is actually, I'm way more into this because this looks like someone I could actually bang. <laughs> Thought I was going to have to say it. No, yes, but it's like that, like, that is still the purpose. It's like, she's still, like, all the characters in all these books are supposed to be power fantasies. And then it's like... Porn well, star. This, yeah, it's porn star. It's like porn that's star. not what I. No, mm-hmm. that's not what I'm into. So for me, it works better when they're like. Plus, it's just like. So this is another good point. Reading saga, right? It's like. Guys draw women thinking like, oh no, everyone looks like supermodels. And it's like, no, that's a power fantasy, and this is you're drawing a porn star. Mm-hmm. What a woman thinks. There was a good comic strip. I think we already talked about it before. Where it was like, no, here's what a woman would want to see is like, and it's Batman with pouty lips. Yeah, and yeah. Like it, blah that blah was, blah. That was short, short packed. Is yeah, the name of but it. then reading Saga, there you go. Yeah. Like the dudes in that, like the main guy, the 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 Will. Yeah, that's a dude who you are supposed to look at and be kind of like, that's hey. a sexy guy. He's nice to cats. Yeah, uh, but he's nice he's, to cats. But like, and he's he's tough. He's strong. But like, he's not ridiculous. He's not ridiculous. He's not roided out. His chest isn't flying everywhere, mm-hmm. and all the women are in normal proportions. It's like gorgeous, the, yeah, and they're all super gorgeous. And it's like I'm way more into every girl in this comic than line up a bunch of superheroes, except Black Widow. I can't. <laughs> but still, what about that one time um, I got an erection while reading a Superman comic when Lois Lane was at home? <laughs> uh, that that surprised even me. It was it was it was a free comic book day, like almost. Almost a decade ago, I just picked this up and like, why is Lois Lane this sexy while sitting around the house and reading her emails? <laughs> that is weird. I, I don't know. I can't explain it. Yoga pants, by the way. That's the no, that's pa- that's an answer. Uh God, I I want to find this image. I what image? Find the the what? 
Her new outfit. Whose new outfit? Uh, oh, Black, Black Widow. The, uh, Black Cat. That's how this all started. Do you know how to Google anything? I... Anyway, oh, I, I thought you were going to throw the iPhone to the ground. I'm I, going back to my surface. I did. I, Yeah, you know what? Let's see what Bing has to say <laughs> about this. Huh? But anyway, no. Bing the, has uh, first result. I apologize. We're not Google. <laughs> the, um, the Amazing Spider-Man number three was a fun book. It's just keeping going the, you know, return of Peter Parker storyline. And that. Uh, yeah, I feel like I haven't read that in forever. Did you really stop after Superior? I, I can go into. Are you done with it? I can go into that during my comics. Well, yeah, five. Uh, I mean, I also read uh, Original Sin four and five. I want oh, to. The, okay, so I want to read those. Five didn't even have the freaking uh, like. It had half a revelation. Like it was missing a revelation. It needed more. Like uh, it didn't. Like you get the start of Nick Fury's backstory, and not not the so. Rest of the it. thing with Original Sin that's weirding me out is. It seems like a lot of revisionist history. Yeah, that because he's just like, oh, I was doing this on the side. Yeah, with my what, other stuff. So the other thing, God, I gotta stop looking at these black cat pictures. Holy crap! <laughs> God damn it, yes, you do. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I also read the first issue of the Hulk and Iron Man original sin because you know there's all the spinoffs that are like yeah, oh, here's yeah. the secret that was revealed to all of them. Mm-hmm. It is some straight up. Wait, like, is that what they're doing? Yeah, that sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, no, it is. I, I like well, I like I crossovers that. that then the central crossover causes excuses for more stories. Like it, it's a plot thing, and that's like at the end of issue three, it's basically one character goes like, "Hey, here's a bunch of plot developments for everybody. Woo! Just lets them free. Just like here's here's a plot development for every character." Uh, <laughs> Stop looking at the pictures. It's really bad. Um, but no, the 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 original sin. the revisionist shit going on in the Iron Man Hulk one is it's Stark and Banner knowing each other and interacting mm. before Banner is Hulk. Oh yeah, and it's while they're setting up for the bomb test. What and like it's like Hulk. I read it very quickly, but I'm pretty sure what it said was Tony Stark sabotaged the bomb. To go off mm. and get Banner. It definitely wasn't a Stark Industries thing. Well, it is. Well, it's not now. But it was it's a like, government but test saying, in but the now, original. But it was yeah. a government test, but it's like all of a sudden Tony Stark walks in and he's like, and he's drinking, mm-hmm. which is like, wow, that's weird. I haven't seen that in a while. Uh, and it's just like, hey, man, you know, like I'm all for energy and helping people, but we gotta, we gotta make weapons to get the money. And then it's like. Yeah, so I think that's the secret that was revealed. That was oh, Stark is the one. Who, well, now Hulk hates Stark, and yeah, yeah. And I'm like, so now Tony Stark has made the Hulk. Yeah, it's which a, is weird. Yeah, well, and that they're also like revealing Spider-Man. Somebody else got bitten by the spider the same day as like what? that. That was Spider Man. Have you not been reading Amazing? No. That somebody the same day as Spider Man, like. Right after it bit Spider-Man, then it went over to someone else, bit them, and died. And wow. that's what happened. And so, that's the thing. That's So, that, that was Spider-Man's thing. But, uh, yeah, so that's all you read? Yep. Okay, Chris. We saved you for last. Oh, God. You thank had, God. I'm so... said I, you had a sound effect. I finally found a picture of Black Cat. Oh. Uh, costume. Yeah, it's really hard to search because no matter what you search, like, it's not going to work. 
like black cat costume doesn't yeah. work. And well, when I searched Amazing Spider-Man number three, well, no, because then it's like, yeah, what would the black cat look like in Amazing Spider-Man three, <laughs> the movie, the fucking movie? Uh, yeah. Plus, it's also oh, like, oh, no. here's Amazing Spider-Man three from 1960, whatever, mm. or from 1999 or 2000, whenever the second time it read. Yeah, like it's, so many freaking number threes. So does she have like fur around her neck? She has a fur collar now, and then a full black leather bodysuit. Yeah. No, no neckline, no plunging neckline. This look, I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good. I like the costume. I don't care for it. All right, what? I just Chris. like Felicia Hardy in general. I think that's also a fun character. Oh yes. Um, well, I have stopped looking at comic new releases altogether because it's not in the budget. Not profitable. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's not in the budget. It's mm-hmm. just not something I can justify anymore. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I've only used Marvel Unlimited, which sort of bugs me. Mm-hmm. So it's, it limits me to just oh, wait, Marvel. you got to read Captain Marvel. Yeah. The um, 2002 one. It's not on there, is it? It is, because oh. I mentioned it last time I was on. I it's the I one where it. it wasn't there. It's there. Oh, okay. It's the one where Genus Bell goes insane. And I'll check it out. It's, it's really a, good. It's so, uh, just the experience in that is so not comicsology. It bugs the hell out of me. <laughs> I know Marvel needs to. They should just rip off Comicology. Seriously, just well, yeah. Good luck getting to Amazon. But so what I did do is um, on Netflix this week, mm-hmm. uh, they finally released Avengers Assemble, the oh, cartoon the... show. Oh, okay. Uh, I have no idea what network it airs on. I think it was on Disney XD. XD, uh, mm. and I kind of loved it. That was the one I. Was this it, there's a lot of hokey shit if you're a Marvel fan, but well, it's, okay. it's also funny. Was this the one that only aired two seasons and then got replaced with another Avengers show, or is this Ooh. the more recent Avengers show? I don't know. They only added the first season. It's okay. Avengers Assemble, is what it's Sorry, called. Sorry, they came so close together. I didn't watch either of them. Because so there's Earth, know. there is an Earth. Oh no, Earth, okay, that was the one that got canceled. Okay, so that one I know had a ton of good buzz, and some people were mad that like that series got canceled. Because they wanted, like, Jeff Loeb didn't create that series, or he wasn't, when he came in charge, he's like, no, I want to, we need a different series that's under my new rules of Whereas what that one, Marvel like, had the Guardians in it even by that point. Like. Guardians of the Galaxy were just on the on oh, Avengers okay. Assemble, too. They were? Yeah. Well, and Marvel's trying hell? to boost them up. Like, they're, it's still crazy, it is so crazy to me that they're on the cover of that 75th anniversary of Marvel thing, yeah. like, it's so nuts. Wait, what were we saying about that? Didn't that... Wasn't there something contentious about that? Well, just that they clearly left out Fantastic Four and X-Men because they're upset at Fox. Like, that's seemingly... Yeah, it's... This is the rumor. This has not been confirmed by Marvel. Marvel has been asked, like, point blank. Like, uh, I've I've read, like, write-ups from con Mm -hmm. panels where they're like, all right, open to questions, and... People say, are you canceling Fantastic Four? And they say no. So, mm. Well, that's not the question you should ask. Yeah. Well, then they also ask, like, are you guys rebooting the Marvel Universe? And their reply was, if we were going to announce that, I wouldn't do it as an answer at this of panel. Like, y- yes. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know what? I was waiting for someone to ask that. Yep. Marvel is rebooting. I'm telling <laughs> you right now. plans for the next 13 years? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the, uh, the cartoon is pretty fun it's worth checking out uh i was super hmm, inundated in california medicine Mm -hmm. so that could have something to do with it uh sunshine i well i was disappointed there's warm breeze there's no theme song Mm -hmm. it's like i I can't remember a superhero show that didn't have like an elongated theme song 
in what? Can oh, you? no theme song. Well, kids don't have time for theme. No, songs I know. It's anymore. just it's just like a sting where the logo comes up, and mm-hmm. that's it. And I was like, "Fuck! I really wanted to play the Avengers, the mm-hmm. Avengers theme song. Could play the '90s cartoon and could the, not. Uh, the 1999 Avengers oh, cartoon. That was an awful show. 1999. Yeah, that has a theme. I, I just bought a Blu-ray. I need to watch, but I haven't yet. You won't. The, the, I think I might. <laughs> Uh, Why'd was, you buy it? It was on sale for 20 bucks, and I thought I'd watch it eventually. Do you want to buy something I'm holding for $20 because it's there? <laughs> Not just yet. Uh, it w- it's the sensational Spider-Man series. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. Well, because after I watched Ultimate Spider-Man and mm-hmm. was like, it's okay, but it's clearly for kids and not really for me. And then people, uh, multiple people said to me, you guys got, you got to watch Sensational Spider-Man. That show was awesome. And then Marvel had to cancel it. And, bl- and like... When I looked into it, it, it sounded very interesting to me that it is one downside to it is that it is not in the larger it's not set in the larger Marvel universe because it was a Sony production and they could only do Spider-Man characters. Mm. Unlike the Ultimate Spider-Man, which can have whatever Marvel characters it feels like. That's uh, in the Avengers Assembled. This like the second or third episode is just Doom. Yeah, it's just Doom, and he they, sounds fuck. What does he sound like? I meant to get sounds of him. They can have whoever they want on those shows, but so that 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 was the crappy position Sensational Spider-Man was in. Apparently, that it was like a great show that a lot of people really enjoyed. That mm-hmm. it was like run by the creator of Gargoyles, so like mm-hmm. it was it was something people really responded to. It got two seasons, had you know storylines that were promised that had promised to end later, mm-hmm. and then. Marvel made a deal with Sony to get back the cartoon TV cartoon rights to Spider-Man. And so when they got back those rights, they didn't want to continue Sensational Spider-Man. They wanted to start their own show, Marvel's Ultimate Spider-Man. That's well, that's and so the yeah, Sensational Spider-Man just got kind of stuck in the middle. Shit, there. there was there was some inkling of it in Avengers Assemble that like the Spider-Man universe will very much be a part of New York. Mm-hmm. And that was awesome. That's what's nice. I mean, yeah, even just seeing Doom cuz like man, the, the first the two-parter first episode is is uh, Modok and Red Skull? Uh, Red Skull comes back, and he's—I don't know what timeline they're referring to, either the first Avenger or uh, for first the comic. Time. But it's like I thought he was dead, mm-hmm. and he's like about to die, and then steals Tony's armor and rips oh. his heart, and like kind of rips his heart out, and that's pretty kind cool. of disgusting. And like that's what he wears in the show, mm. uh, and it's just that. I hate Marvel animated productions. Yeah. I typically have. I mean, like, they can't. They could never compare to, to the DC the stuff. DC stuff. And it's, it's all the same character model every time. Like mm. Hulk is like a smidgen bigger than anybody, but this is a little different. And I was just again, California medicine. I thought it was really funny. And you're on some afternoon delight. As uh, well, it was peanut butter scotch cookie. Uh, Thor is particularly I'm to make funny. Son of Odin shall have that cookie. Uh, I don't. I don't know why I like lost my shit. Uh, I know. I think I have an idea. Oh yeah, because they add Falcon, uh, Falcon to the team. Oh, that's and, cool. But it doesn't. He's not from the Marvel continuity or oh. from the movie continuity. Even well, though so everybody wait, else is. Is it in the movie? It doesn't. World. The Falcon's the only thing that shakes things up. Is that everything uh, else seems to be in the movie universe except Falcon is a kid who quits Shield to work for. Uh, the Avengers, but it's nice. He's that new guy. He's got that fresh perspective. But is his costume the like the old red and white with wings, or does he have metal wings and a jetpack? Uh, he has. It's a hybrid. It's uh, it's it's the, the what are the like the little crystal wing feathers mm-hmm. that he can actually like shoot their projectiles as well. Mm. That's more comic books than the movie. Yeah, yeah it's well, yeah, it's not the movie. Clearly, I just don't it, don't know what continuity that applies to. And mm-hmm. Probably its own. Uh, this is a clip I liked. It was a uh, Thor. 
they all live in Avengers Mansion, which is very strangely square in Manhattan. Yeah. It's like this, like three blocks devoted to Tony Stark's house. Yeah, it's like that in the comics. Is it? Yeah, like the Avengers Mansion back when they had Avengers no, no, Mansion. Not, not, oh yeah, the Avengers Mansion for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's not Tony's house, um, but. Right there, and there, uh, Thor lives in a room that is also a bridge, dimensional bridge to Asgard. And uh, he takes Falcon in there, and I really like this clip. Um, explanation for being bigger on the inside than the outside? Asgardian interdimensional decorating. That's all I got until I figure it out. I hate it when I don't know things. Don't worry, Bill Snipes love to wrestle, especially on Earth. We're gonna go see who else is available. You just go on with your Viking thing. I am not a Viking. Ha! <laughs> 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 I, I really I like, that. like Thor is Thor and Hulk especially are comedic fodder. Yeah. Uh, but it in the first four episodes, almost everybody they find different ways for almost everybody's bodies to be occupied and fight one another. <laughs> That's, that seems like a weird batch of experience. But it's, one time it was magic, and the other time it was nanobots, and then it was mind control. But it is ultimately, I can't stand it when people when they do that. I hope no movie does it again. That reminds me, and they did it in the Avengers movie. Hawkeye yeah. is taken over yeah, through different I means. Yeah, I never Jeremy Renner, I don't think was a fan of that. that he no. was like, I don't, need, I didn't even get to be super for most of the movie. I was just some jerk. And that okay, you know what? Well, we'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a little bit of news, Comic-Con expectations, a superhero spotlight on somebody big, muscly, and green, and your answers to last week's question of the week. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around. Well, hello, guys, and welcome to the episode 99 break for Cape Crisis on the Laser Time Podcast Network. Thanks so much for listening to this little old podcast that is somehow, Jesus, done almost 100 episodes. Really over 100 if you count the unnumbered specials, which I think we've done like five of them. So really, this next episode 100 is kind of a lie. Episode 95 is episode 100, I think. But anywho, hey, if you want to help us out, uh, and if you really like the Laser Time Podcast Network, there's a lot of ways you can. Go to lasertimepodcast.com and you'll see a donate button on the left side. It's a PayPal button. Click on that. You can donate via PayPal, whatever you feel like. It helps, uh, keeps the gears a moving on this thing. Or you could buy a t shirt from the t shirt store, the lasertimepodcast.com t shirt store. Also on lasertimepodcast.com, you'll find on the right side links to Amazon. You can buy anything off of ours, uh, off of the links we suggest on Amazon. Or buy anything in that tab, and a little bit of money comes our way from purchasing it. There's also, you know, I, I sometimes forget to mention it, the Laser Time Bandcamp page, where we have audio commentaries for sale of the first five episodes of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Home Alone, and Batman Returns. Those are the three things on offer there, plus a special episode of VG Empire. Also, if you're listening to this on iTunes, please, please give us a review and give us a rating uh, and subscribe. All of that really helps the standing of it in the, the podcasting brackets. Also, and finally, and last of all, it's time for the Hanks Corner Pick of the Week. 
I talked about it a little, and I'm going to double down on it. It is the Green Hornet book, Dynamite's Green Hornet reboot. It was part of a series of, uh, like, the Green Hornet Shadow, the Shadow, and a few other, like, off-market superheroes of the 40s, pulpier super characters. This the, the I haven't read the others, but the Green Hornet one is great, written by Mark Wade. I'm only in the first volume. I think the second volume will be really good too. It's just uh, you know Mark Wade totally gets the character, but it's it is like a crime book that a guy in a mask stars in. It is a really fun book, and even if you've never cared about the Green Hornet character, which I think most people haven't, it is a it is a really interesting book, and it's not a reboot, but it is a good a really good reintroduction. So check that out. You can buy it on Amazon, either Kindle or in print, through a link on the page for this episode, episode 99, on lasertimepodcast.com. Again, that really helps out the show. All right, and now back to the rest of the show. Avengers Assemble! Hey, and we're back! To Son of Odin shall have that cookie! I don't care, I'm going to play that for until parts, it's funny to everybody else. No one else is going to crack a smile. part two of the uh, episode 99 of Cape Crisis, and it's time for the now very regular Superhero Spotlight! Collect your hero! Your ex-wife's pussy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, Alright, so yeah, I said somebody big, muscly, and green, and that is Drax, the Destroyer. Yeah. We're going to talk about him partially because, uh, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy is a coming, but it's also because there was like a Guardians of the Galaxy preview event that happened at select oh, IMAX. Yeah, yeah, it was this week. 17 minutes. Yeah, 17 minutes of it mm-hmm. at IMAX's. I think it was at one of the places around here, too. Yeah, along with a new trailer that I was never, super good. I never I didn't found watch that, that trailer. To be, when we had WonderCon here, Pixar every year would be like, mm. come watch half the movie. I'm yeah. Like, Why would I want to do that? No, we I, did. Like, when we, we watched like half of Up. I, I, we saw I the first 30 minutes yeah. of Up. Yeah. It just seems like, why would anybody want to do that? That sounds terrible. Well, it was, it was so weird. funny to see it then. Like, yeah. we were like, I didn't know what to think of Up. And I definitely, when yeah. the dog talked, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. That this was like, is what Up is? Yeah. When, when they, when I, yeah. I left there like, how the fuck is this movie going to make any <laughs> sense? And then when you see the finished one, you're like, okay. But what they didn't show us was the horrible sadness yeah. of the Did start of the up. opening scene? No. no they went, it started they it started when they were in the woods and the dog starts talking mm-hmm. and the bird I and I love you. The bird that puts its Kevin. head down and then spins 360. Kevin. Mm-hmm. That that bird made me cackle in the yeah, room. Yeah, the bird's great. Just, well, the second the dog went like squirrel. I was squirrel. like yeah. like everybody I, was laughing. Yeah, I'm super over that gag now, but whatever. And it has been overdone by memes, but I think that's Pete Doctor the director. So yeah, we're talking about Doug the dog. Now right. Drax. <laughs> all right, Drax is Ruby. I I haven't watched that extended trailer. I sort of don't want to. Like, no, it's fine. Like, enough. there's all it does is like yeah. just show you. It doesn't spoil. It, you get to see Ronan for the first time, but no Thanos. No Thanos. Okay. Oh you, yeah, they do show. I, I you do, see I, Ronan a lot. I did it Yondu? because Yondu? I don't know. We were talking about Drax, and this is the most he says in, in the, the ex- in the extended clip. <laughs> Uh, and it's one sentence, but the rest of it is pretty funny. It's 30 seconds. Part of a plan. I have a plan. You've got a plan. I have 
part of a plan. What percentage of a plan? I don't know. Twelve percent. Twelve percent? It's real. Totally fake. That is the most real, authentic, hysterical laugh of my entire life because that is not a plan. I am Groot. So what? It's better than eleven percent. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Thank you. Groot's the only one of you who has a clue. <laughs> it looks impossibly good, oh, and I can't believe they're going to pull this off. I worry it'll be a Scott Pilgrim though. Uh, yeah. A great, a great. The new trailer is... is super good about like the song choice they use, mm-hmm. and then like at the beginning, it's from the studio that brought you, and it goes like Hulk, Thor, Iron Man, the event. Like it. Yeah. I don't think. And then I looked at looking for which trailer to grab that sound effect from. They all have 16 million views. So, and maybe yeah, unless maybe there's one million people have watched it 16 times, there are a lot of people. We'll see. Excited we'll see how see it does. Movie. I hope it's very successful and that Rocket Raccoon becomes a household name. It's so is, close. Like it's yeah, it looks it really happen. good. It's within our grasp. But, but Drax, so, but so Drax. So for me, well, like, let me say when he first appeared. Which, yeah. by the way, okay, last week I was wrong. Was okay. his first appearance Wonder Woman number one, Henry? His first appearance was Drax the Destroyer in 1999. <laughs> no, it was it was in Iron Man 55. That's the first appearance of Thanos. Yeah, it. He, he, Jim Starlin did like a, yeah. a stealth launch of yeah. his characters. He's just like, oh yeah, I'm the Iron Man writer. And Iron Man will then go to the the moon of Saturn yes, and, and fight the Blood Brothers, and, yeah, and meet all these characters. And then Iron Man will just kind of go to the background. Yeah. It'll be about <laughs> it's my pretty characters. Great. Yeah, it's pretty great. But yeah, Drax and Thanos appear in that, and don't really have any bearing on even what they would ultimately become. They don't look yeah. the same. And I think Arrows too, or Star Fox, like maybe, yeah. But the, the Star Fox is kind of a creep now. Like, yeah, I mean, went, he's Eros. Yeah, so, uh, but. Yeah, Drax. It's I mean, so weird that he is called Star Fox. Like that he, is he was really... Star Fox. One word. Yeah. First before, but yeah, before the game, uh, by a few years for sure, decades, many years. Uh, but uh, well, it was called Lilat Wars in Europe. You know, that is true. Um, but, uh, but yeah, because so... Star Fox. Anyway, uh, but yeah, Drax was originally like made as like. What is it like? His family's killed, so he's like the will of their spirits come back, and his mission is to kill Thanos, and that is the thing that drives him. Yeah, so he's, he's Ar- Kratos. He, he was yeah, Arthur Sampson less. Douglas, and of course. his family was killed by Thanos somehow, like on planet Earth, just like without even accidentally. And so Car- carjacking. Kronos, who is basically <laughs> he's basically <laughs> the, he's supposed to be the opposite of Thanos, but he's right. like Thanos's dad, I think too. But but that Kronos. Right. Uh, almost knocked whatever over that is. Oh but yeah, that Kronos like got the spirit of Arthur and put him into the body of a thing that was like genetically engineered to be the Thanos killer. Yeah, that he could, this guy could track Thanos. Yeah, yeah. and get through most of his defenses because Thanos has a lot of defenses. And he so could that's, kill. That's him. all Drax was bred for. Yeah, yeah was to kill Thanos. He's mm. Drax the Destroyer, and it is to destroy Thanos. And also his daughter. His family was killed, but the soul of his daughter was then reincarnated in Moon Dragon. Oh yeah. So technically, he he has a daughter, Moon Dragon, who I wonder if they'll bring into, they'll save her for like a sequel because you can tell they. She's a big part. I want to say it's too early for that kind of bullshit, but everything they're doing in Guardians of the Galaxy, Uh, I mean, the movie is like it doesn't it doesn't really care what people are ready for. And then they could bring in like the female Quasar and like that's Philavel hot lesbian action between Philavel and uh, Moon Dragon, and and she is in that aforementioned Captain Marvel because she takes over as Captain Marvel at the end of that series. Well, that's a big old spoiler about Cosmos. What is that? Another of his names, Neil deGrasse Tyson. No, Cos- Cos- sorry, Quasar. Not. Quasar. 
Well, okay. she becomes Quasar too. <laughs> she becomes Quasar after Quasar is murdered by Annihilus. Annihilus, mm-hmm. which, yes. is all, which all goes back to Annihilation. Which, frankly, if you're listening to the show and haven't read Annihilation, you're sick of us talking about. Even it. I've read it. But, but but so yeah, Annihilation. So when Drax Drax for years was, was a, a joke. He's a big dumb idiot. Yeah, right? he. Was, that's why he always failed to kill Thanos because he was fucking stupid. So even if you go read Infinity Gauntlet, which again, mm-hmm. ugh, hopefully you have. Every year, an omnibus is coming out very soon. Really, because hmm. because of the clearly where they're awesome. yeah. clearly yeah. where they're going. What like the Thanos quest and then Infinity? It's Gauntlet? Thanos. It's the rebirth of Thanos that was in Silver Surfer. Then the Thanos quest and then Infinity Gauntlet and then like several of the tie-in issues too that have not been reprinted. Oh, that's in previous cool. Ones. So like the Spider-Man. Tie-in. There's awesome. a silver. There's a Silver Surfer tie-in, which is the first Silver Surfer comic I ever read, which was. It was a tie-in where it was like an alternate timeline where Thanos won. Wow. So, like, I open the issue and it's like Thanos turning Adam Warlock to dust, killing everyone, and then just keeping Silver Surfer in like a leash, just to be like, yeah, you should see what I'm going to do because it's going to be great. But yeah, like up to up to that point, and including in in Infinity Gauntlet, like Drax was a doofus. Like, yeah. it, there's he's played as a joke the whole time. Like, he accidentally. When they're all jumping for the Infinity Gauntlet, yeah. he grabs Hulk, and yeah. then Hulk goes like, "You idiot! Get Thanos! I'm on I'm your on side!" Your side. Yeah. yeah. And then he was that way for as long as I ever knew him. And then circa Annihilation, when they this huge push for cosmic, yeah, it was shit. his his collection. Yeah. So Drax had been a joke for a long time. He was always crazy strong, like yeah. one of the strongest characters, like nearly Hulk strong, uh, Abomination strong, right? Uh, and then. Keith Giffen, like the the architect of the original Annihilation event, along with uh, Dan Abnett and and his Andy Lanning, I believe his name is. Uh, so Keith Giffen does a four issue miniseries called Drax, which well, is reboots Drax. Well, they did four four issue miniseries. Well, that was in Annihilation, but previous to that, there was the four issue Drax miniseries. That's what I'm saying. There yeah. were four four issue prologues for Sc- Super Scroll. Oh yeah, for and Silver Nova, Surfer, Nova, and Drax, and Ronan, and Ronan. Too. Oh, and Ronan, you're right. I might be getting some of those mixed up, but yeah. So they all, but yeah, that's where Drax is. Like issue one, it's like he's an idiot and a joke, and everybody's making fun of him. Like, and then like I forget how it happens, but like he's just reborn out of like a husk or something. Well, the Blood Brothers kill him. Oh, they, that's what they it kill is. him, and then he is reborn. Okay, and it was I like that book. That book is fun. You can get it on Comicsology separately, or it's in like the first volume of Annihilation. Like it's part of the Annihilation. Collection. It is. It is worth reading. And it's such a cool thing of like, it's one of the only Annihilation issues that takes place on Earth. They're also yeah. removed from Earth, but it starts with the prison ship that Drax is on with the Blood Brothers and a scroll like crash on Earth, and then the Blood Brothers are like, where are we even? And then the scroll goes, uh, this mud ball is called Earth. Like it's full of it's it's a low class planet that is not worth your time and it's full of superpowered jerks who will just be a ton of trouble like you don't want to go to earth like, <laughs> I, it was interesting that they had that thing of earth but yeah so he dies and then gets reborn as Vin Diesel he is completely Riddick yeah, like he becomes Riddick he's a knife guy he's not two, strong. like two knives thin agile smart strong mm-hmm. like he is Riddick he is super fast he cuts down people before they have a chance to move on him but slowly but surely, he has grown musclier. Like, he was drawn yeah. as lithe as possible. Then each artist, like, yeah. with each year of being drawn, he gets bigger. He gets bigger a little bigger, bigger, yeah. And so now he's kind of, I'd say the Drax in the comics now is kind of a combination. Yeah. Because he's like, I think, I think partially it's because on the Guardians of the Galaxy team, 
when you have Gamora... Yeah, you don't who, need that same you don't need, thing. Yeah, he basically was a male Gamora. Yeah, you need you need the brute dude. Yeah, so he's more of a brute, but he can't be the muscle because Groot's kind of the muscle too. Yeah. So that he's more of the maniac. Like, I think that's how he's described in the trailer. And so... Well, because when they first get him, like... Yeah, I mean, I guess they're going to go the route of, like, his family's killed and he's out for vengeance. I don't know that they'll go into he was created to kill Thanos, but... Yeah, it's, I also a lot of, feel like it's a lot of background. Yeah, the one thing I don't like about his design in the movie is I feel they went too far with the tattoos. Well, I mean, they are. He does have those big red tattoos. Not, they don't look like tattoos. Not they that look like much. scars. Well, yeah, they're scars. Yeah, that's But, true. like, the movie is, like, he's more red than green sometimes. Like, practically. From and, some angles, yeah. And in the comics, it's like, he's... M- clearly a giant green man with like some red on him yeah maybe again it's just to make him different from Gamora I guess maybe like, that's it what if there'll be a, f- a joke scene in it where they're just like oh you and Gamora are from the same race like right and he's yeah. like what no yeah completely different people she was created by Thanos I was created to kill Thanos we're yeah. totally different people yeah I think Gamora could take him in a fight though because I think she could outsmart him like well, it just depends on what version. Because, again, yeah. that Annihilation era one, I would have been like, seems pretty equal to me. But current Drax is not as smart. Like, he's, he came back again, and he is less smart. Did he die again at some point? Sort of, kind of. It, it's very complicated. The Drax that Bendis is writing is not as smart. That's true. And I think it's just, it's partially to reflect what the film Drax right, is. Yeah. Who is kind of a combination of super independent Drax and old dumb Drax. Yeah. But Andrax has even succeeded in killing Thanos once. Yeah. It got undone. But uh, and it yeah. was really cool when they resurrected Thanos. That then Drax started freaking out of just like, I've lost my... Like, I had completed my one purpose in life. That had relaxed me some. Mm-hmm. Now that he's back, like, I feel super pissed off all the time. Like, I now my purpose is returned. So, how do... Uh, so, Thanos... It goes Annihilation. Thanos is in it near the end, but he's not really the... Thanos is throughout Annihilation. Yeah. Like, but and then he dies. And Where's... I've read all of this, some of it twice, and still can't keep the order. I read it recently. I have no idea. Annihilation. Yeah, Conquest. Annihilation, Conquest. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy and Nova are happening concurrent with that. Yeah. Then there is the, re- the War of Kings. That's the, the Cancerverse Kings. thing, right? That's the Cancerverse okay. thing. Okay. Well, uh, no, wait. No, Cancer versus After That. That's Thanos Imperative. <laughs> Annihilation. Annihilation Conquest. Which is Ultron and the Phalanx. <sighs> then the Phalanx, yeah. And you then, guys could not get this straight to me when asking me to read it. No, no, wait. Annihilation Conquest. Then Realm of Kings, which is when the Shi'ar Empire gets involved. It's okay. coming this season to the, HBO. The Inhumans, versus the, the Inhumans versus the Shi'ar. Yeah. Then Thanos gets re- recreated by Magus. Magus is back too. That happens in Thanos Imperative. And that is the end of the Annihilation storyline. And that's when it ends Nova and... Nova and seemingly Nova and Star War Lord are dead. So right? what's the fallout there? Just Nova Corps gone? Nova Nova got such a soft reboot that like, yeah, Richard Ryder is dead. Moving on. And then... <laughs> Nathan Philly. And meanwhile, yeah. Shut up. Sorry. I can't... You know, I told you not to spoil that for me last time. and like, But I already guessed it. You spoil but... everything for yourself all the time. <laughs> but he did ask. Why? Which one? Huh? I don't know what's. I don't know what's. Wait, said. Nova. Nova's dead. The the, the Nova Richard Ryder is dead. Mm-hmm. So they could make it easier to just replace him with the younger Nova, Sam Alexander. Who people? I still think that is such a generic name. People mm. pointed out that is Jeff Loeb named him after his son Sam, and so Ugh. it has significance. Jesus. And so. 
I feel very insensitive there, but I do still think it is such a generic name. Like I you should not be allowed to do that. I don't know. It's it is. It's very. It's very sad what happened to Jeff Lipstone. Like it's very unfortunate. Oh what? what? I did well, not his know. son died. I said that did he named it. He named him in memory of his son. Oh, oh well, man. never mind. Sorry, <laughs> I meant he I named him that. in memory of his son. Not right. he that, just like oh, I have a son mind. named Sam. This guy's named uh, Sam. This that Alec is Lenzer. all cut. That all yep. good. All yeah, good. We're all good here. Cheers. Yeah. Toast. Yep. Toast to his son. <clears throat> in memoriam, Sam mm. Alexander. Mm. Uh, well, just Sam. I'm Sam. At least we got a no bad of it. Let's move on. That's the end of Superhero Spotlight. Oh, even though you look at all the clips you told me to capture. Oh, hey, hey, let's hear some more. You said there was only one voice clip of Drax, but I thought there were some more out there. Open it back up. Samora? Samora out there. Wait, there we go. Do you want. I, which ones do you want? Oh, right, right here. Uh, That's something a hard swaggle would do. Sorry, you can barely hear that. I hate you, Batista. I hate you, too. <laughs> Man, Drax is being so mean, talking about Hornswoggle. You go ahead. You keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. <laughs> I'm not being at a gym somewhere training and thinking about beating the hell out of you. At SummerSlam. <laughs> is this modern Batista, or is this like This old? is 2010 Batista. Yeah. Okay, well... You all mean nothing to me. Pretty good Drax, though. I'm here to win titles. Here to make money. When I look at you, I don't see fans. I don't even see people. Wallets? Does he see wallets? <laughs> I see money. Yeah, I even see it. a lot of lot of dollar signs from you, fat people. Now, it those were that was the era of Batista when I think he was at his best, which. It was his last appearance in WWE before he took the time off until he came back. Batista, in case you don't know, which, duh, you should know, Batista is playing tracks, but... Yes, I am. The pro wrestler Batista. Oh. And so he is... When he left, he became a, a huge asshole, and it was so he was so awesome at it. Like, yeah. during those scenes, he would have a spotlight come down, and he'd be like, nope, turn off all the lights and put a spotlight on me, because I'm a star. I can see why people... Liked him as opposed to his well, they recent uh, relaunch. Him. Yeah, no, but it was he was yeah. awesome. He sounds awesome. Eddie's dead. I'm not thinking about Eddie. I'm not thinking about what we've been through. I'm not thinking about you. I'm thinking about me. Give me that spotlight. <laughs> Give me that spotlight. Eddie's dead. Yeah, that's, that, uh, that wasn't when he was actually dead. Though. It was within six months of his death. People, he was dead. Yeah, Eddie had died. Oh like they, God. him. He's saying that to Rey Mysterio after Jesus him and Eddie Christ. Guerrero had become a. He and Rey Mysterio had become a tag team after Eddie Guerrero's death. Like it was partially a tribute to them, and so to facilitate a heel turn by Batista, he goes like, "I don't even care. Eddie's dead anymore." Like, which is just like some mean shit. But I, I was seeing James Gunn was uh, talking up Batista like he's like man he did a great job as Drax like mm-hmm. in that- the new trailer you can when he talks like mm-hmm. when he does talk there's a very deep effect cuz when mm-hmm. when uh when Chris Pratt say when Star-Lord's like life's giving us another chance to do something he says two great. words and he goes like to do what yeah mm-hmm. but there's like 400 effects over it, so... Yeah, I wonder if this will make Batista a uh, mainstream no. star. No. 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 
No. <laughs> All right, let's see. Because he's not, he's not the rock. Last like, one. He'll, he'll probably be a perfectly fine Drax. I have no... Mm-hmm. I, I have high hopes for that. And there'll last be a Drax spinoff movie. Last one ever. You think I'm kidding? You think I'm kidding? You think I won't do it? You think I won't quit? Huh? <laughs> you all think I won't quit? <laughs> You're nothing without me! Yeah, that's pretty fun. And he's shouting that while in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> And he screams like, where's my spotlight? They don't put the spotlight on him. He's like, man, screw all you people. I'm out of here. Like, it's such a great quit. Like, uh, oh God, you know, I, I, wrestling talk stops now. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Diana recently oh. gave me the note of, we talk about wrestling way too much on the non-wrestling shows. You guys and, have been doing it too much together, even which is when, cute. Well, Rudden and I give, we feed off each other on that. And I'm really time trying to do next wrestling. week. Uh, what? Nothing. There's another pay-per-view coming up <laughs> alarmingly soon. Wow, that is fast. I'm looking forward to SummerSlam. I'm looking forward Comics. to that, Comic. Fuck. I'm looking forward to Jericho at Battleground, everybody. I think Jericho needs to put on the Comics. shirt. I think he's aging a bit too much. Guys, question of the week mm-hmm. from last week was, what is the most legitimately funny comic you've ever read? No oh, need. Brett, do you have an answer to that off the top of your head? I wanted to find like sp- like specific funny books. Like like Deadpool is funny, mm-hmm. and I think we mentioned it, but it was just sort of like, and it, it, well, this one specifically is like we are focusing on funny. It's written by a comedian, but like, did you read any funny comics? That was like kind of all I read. Uh, like Mad Magazine. That uh, and, uh, what's the other one? Sergio or Ar- Magonis Ar- Ar- wrote Grok. Fuck, I lost it. You're not helping. What? I hope Which his laptop one? doesn't die. Oh, Gru? <laughs> Gru. Usually when it hums like this, it's about to pop. We'll see. Well, the first replier this week was... Well, I will... I, okay. Just real quick, yes. I will say the new Miss Marvel and She-Hulk in general. Yeah. Like, yeah. Have, made, have been very funny. She-Hulk is tons of fun. Well, the first replier this week was Aimbot Master. Aimbot Master. And he says, Empowered. Which I don't know if you guys have heard of this no, one. I I've heard of it because Adam Warren is the artist on it. You guys uh, hear about this? So Adam Warren is a really great, uh, he's a really good artist, and he kind of pioneered the um, American manga style. Like, he's he's an American artist who loves manga, and he draws in, a, like, a very American manga-ish style. And he's drawn kind of everything, like Gen 13 mm. was a big famous one he did. But now he's been, for a while, been doing his own series called empowered which is a joke series because it's it's actually like he partially it's him giving into his own like kind of latex bondage fantasies on the superhero level but comedically it's not like it's more of a campy sex bo- sex romp than, um, than a porn book. i'm listening but uh well yeah maybe you want to check this out but uh, so the main character in it is a character called empowered who is a cute blonde girl who wears like this skin tight leather outfit but the second and it gives her super strength. But the second it gets torn in the slightest, she loses all her powers, and then mm. guys tie her up all the time, and then nothing bad happens to her. Like it's all ju- it's all played for comedy. Not I know it sounds like very dark. Of so she's fighting a villain, and then her costume gets torn till she's basically naked, and then bad guys tie her up, and the comedy starts. <laughs> the comedy keeps it going. It doesn't but, stop there. So yeah, that. It is a funny. I, I've read a couple issues of it just because I do. I read it as a web comic that Warren had, and it's it's not a bad. book. Is this an actual like comicsology thing now? Yeah, or? it's on comicsology. Oh, okay. It's on Amazon Kindle. Like, 
it's it's comedy, and I think the the only downside to it is that it's all in black and white. I feel like it, that's how it feels. Well, it also just I'm feels just like it's unfinished. Like it could use a, an ink run. But anyway, yeah. So that's empowered. Uh, Awkward loser brings up. Uh, the issue of Alias Number One when Luke Cage has uh, anal sex with Jessica Jones. Wow, as a funny, as a very funny scene. <laughs> Which is it? Thanks, awkward loser. No, it's not really. No, it's not. It's not played for jokes. And they never even say like she's having butt sex, but it's like heavily implied. And that was the. <laughs> I'd love to see how it's heavily implied without being directly implied. Well, they, I think pretty this much... This isn't like the regular sex we normally have. Well, that she implies that she likes to have rougher sex than most. And then later in interviews, Bendis was like, Yep, I had the first anal sex scene in Marvel Comics history. <laughs> We're going to have to travel down a dirt road. Anti-antagonist uh, is uh, after my own heart with Wolverine and the X-Men. That is definitely a very funny book. And then also the yeah, recent really Amazing good. Spider-Man number one was a pretty good joke book. Mm-hmm. Oh, and J.J.B. Sterling brings up the Superior Foes of Spider-Man uh, book. That's which good. Is, yeah. Yeah. Straight that is straight comedy. comedy. Yeah. A really good, like, parodic book, I'd mm-hmm. say. Uh, Three Dog brings up Chew, which, uh, yeah, I'd agree with. Yeah. Agree with yeah. That's really, it's endlessly funny. Yeah. And then a lot of other people, uh, Batman Boy bringing up uh, Slot's Spider-Man run, Mermaid Dreams, uh, saying... Saying Scott Pilgrim, but also every, uh, still makes me giggle, is every issue of Atomic Robo, which greatly helped by all of its science-based references and jokes. So a lot of co- science comedy. I, know, I feel like yeah. I missed out on that by being dumb. I have not heard, yeah, I haven't checked out Atomic Robo either. I have, either. I have. It just, I wouldn't get science references. John Wahizzle brings up most of the Dupe comics, like Dupe's great. Oh, yeah. man. Hitler, Hitler, me this Batman. Uh, he brings up Scud, which is a great book and written by Dan Harmon himself. And Rob Schraub. Rob Schraub and Dan Harmon. That's it's what brought him to, to town. He also brings up Dork. Uh, oh, Splain Puddle uh, says the Irredeemable Ant Man by Robert Kirkman, which is a really funny book. I like that a lot. And. Uh, Darth Ender X brings uh, everything in the incredible Hercules run that followed World War Hulk. That book was constantly hilarious. Hercules and Amadeus Cho are a great team. And there's a scene where Thor seems to give... uh, Thor is giving Hercules a wedgie for some reason. Uh, And then one more. Let me read one more. Oh, yeah. uh, Triscuitable says Hawkeye is consistently hilarious comic when it is consistently releasing, which is pretty much never. Is it over? I think it will end once they can get out. Like, I think Matt Fraction just wants to get to the end of it, but he's not at the end, so he has to publish a few more. Uh, I am a robot truck. I'm a robot who turns into a truck. uh, Final levity. Levity of this. Brings up uh, time to post some comedy manga. He has uh, Sayonara, God, Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei, Yatsubato, which I definitely agree with. I love Yatsubato. And Prison School, which uh, is an <laughs> Eki manga, he said. Coming soon to Adult Swim. <laughs> so I'm on, I'm on Comixology, mm-hmm. the, and I don't see Empo- it. Okay, I, okay, Kindle. It is, I know it is on Kindle. Yeah. Empowered. Yeah, I've never heard of it. You guys never heard of Empowered? Never heard of it. Oh, one last one. Uh, what's what is it? What is your name? 
Watership Down Syndrome. <laughs> uh, he brings up the Lobo Paramilitary Christmas Special. Was the first, was the first comic great. that made me laugh out loud as a teenager. And before da- Dave Sim lost his shit and turned his comic into an anti-feminism manifesto, Cerebus was genuinely hilarious most of the time. Oh, as soon as I see the cover, I recognize this art. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you've, right. I'm sure you've seen Adam Warren's art. I times. certainly have. Yeah. I don't know. You may like that. You may like it. Let's but say it was formative for my adolescent years reading Gen 13. Mm, the one with the... Uh, I read the one that was all about Hong Kong action films, which was really great. That was a great one. But any hoozles. Buy now with one click. Ding. So let's uh, the question of the week. I wanted to talk about San Diego Comic Con, guys. And oh. I know we're all eyeing at least one <sighs> exclusive that's there. So let's uh, let's talk about the exclusives because uh, I'm very excited about them. Well, look, even though you're not going, Chris, I haven't been. I've never wanted an exclusive. Going, even if you were going, you couldn't touch an exclusive. Not true. There. Not okay, true. Okay, you could get one exclusive if you stood in line preview night. No, I, I worked out other things. Oh fine. Well, past. you ain't you don't you don't got that. Bargaining. I don't. You ain't I don't got that chip anymore. I don't. So what are you gonna do now, Hotshot? I'm gonna not go. Uh-huh. Cry. Uh, cry a little bit mm-hmm. and wish I had the Hot Wheels Homer car. The Hot Wheels Homer car. Yeah. Is Hot it Wheels. like the dark side van that? Is no, the it, it is. Van? It is Herbert Powell, Powell's Homer. <gasps> the Homer. Oh yep. wow. The Homer as a Hot Wheels car <laughs> with a bubble in back for the kids. And I'm guessing a horn that plays like a garage. Eighty thousand dollars? No, it's only thirty for a Hot Wheels. What a deal, right? Well, that's wow. what Herbert Powell's saying yeah. at the end. I'm ruined. <laughs> I mean, the the zoo was fun, but <laughs> uh, don't get it. He really should have. Herbert Powell was getting all the warning signs he needed. Like he kind of was asking. Yeah, I just love that. Like. Uh-huh. Well, can you call back and say the exact opposite of everything you just said? <laughs> Homer Simpson is a brilliant man. Pleasant hygiene. <laughs> Whose odor is pleasant. Yeah. But wow, I hadn't heard of this one, though. Yeah, it looks pretty great. And it's the only... It's. But I know I get that all the time. Oh, my God, this thing I saw on the internet is the only thing I ever wanted. I saw but some, it is how yeah. I feel about it right now. Well, I think what I love about the San Diego Comic-Con exclusives is that they're getting crazy like mm-hmm. that. That they get really weird and they make things that like it's something I've been jealous of as a video game fan that you mm-hmm. see in Japan because I think partially because they produce for a much smaller market than producing for all of America mm-hmm. that they can get like hey here's a specialized 3DS that you can't get anywhere else and we only made 500 of them and... Like, and then they can just sell that stuff mm-hmm. that you don't get specialized things like that as much yeah, because San Diego Comic Con becomes its own marketplace. Like yeah. that, you could you can make three thousand of something, and you will sell all of them. If yep. it's a San Diego in, in twenty minutes. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, that last time I went to ship something, somebody had who did the Scrooge McDuck uh, Big Bird laser time thing. I went to ship that back, mm. and everything in everything in FedEx's room was the Hasbro Nick Fury helicopter. Yeah, people yeah. bought that fucking thing and then it walked it massive. right over to FedEx like to ship it. Because you can't carry it around. No. no, and you can't leave the show floor. You got other things to buy. When I was standing in line last year to buy my ironic thing, and I'll get to what mine is in a second, but Please. that I... I never had really wanted an exclusive. I had bought other exclusive just because when you're there on preview night and you see everybody buying exclusives, you're like, you know what? Maybe I do, maybe I do want that Homer Simpson yeah. thing. Maybe maybe I do want a, a naked Brock Sampson toy. Uh, what would I do with it? I don't know. I just I want it. It's exclusive. <laughs> but when I was standing in line for the one I really wanted last year, which I got, which was the Spectacular Spider-Ham bust, 
because it was so stupid and it was something they'd never make. Yeah. They would never make it otherwise. Yeah. And and it's a great like memory, but while I was standing in line, I was with all the other exclusive hunters who I felt like half of them had to be there to sell them at their booth later. Like they were all exhibitors out to sell shit later and no, there was this one fucking crazy with ex- against exhibitors too this one guy was you're putting totally out of the way this guy was putting his kids in line like i saw him mm. walking around with four kids and he was like all right kid kid one you stand in this line for the for the exclusives here here's three hundred dollars buy all of these rental taking, kid <laughs> and then he's like i'm going to check with my other kid uh, i'm gonna go check with your brother in the star wars line and i'm gonna go to the other brother in the hasbro hasbro line and I'm going to stand the other line. I was like, Jesus, just that's why you have kids. <laughs> uh, but so yeah. that's why my exclusive for Comic-Con that I am, I am uh, enticed by is equally stupid. It is a bust of Porkins, the, uh, <laughs> of, of, of the red team fame in, uh, in Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. If you recall the people making the assault on the Death Star, yeah. the one of the dudes was a fat guy. He, he was like, disgusting. I'm Porkins here. Or no, wait, he didn't identify himself as Porkins eight when he dies. I think when he dies, Red Leader His calls name him Porkins. Is Porkins. Like, yeah, it's very unflattering. Yeah, and he dies. He's but Porkins. He has be- in fatty, fatty, fat pants. He's become a legend. <laughs> and so he's getting his own bust of like him in his, you know, big orange jumpsuit with his like Blaster and and so they've really they, already they sold everything then and so yeah they finally they've run out of things to sell <laughs> I of, I'm betting he is already even they already sold long grin snoot and mm-hmm. I'm sure they're already, I'm sure there already was a Mattel Kenner and Luke Skywalker guy for and exclu- Comic Con exclusive Centurion outfit they've done everything yeah like, at the booth I was at last year they were selling like a slave girl Leia that was very popular and they were selling a bust. That was Admiral Akbar as a nautical captain. Like, <laughs> Why do I want that? That's how esoteric it got. Man, Man, I, I am pretty down with that, actually. And Stick him also, at the head of the, the Nautilus. And I oh. see this year they have like a glow-in-the-dark jumbo-sized $500 alien, like a xenomorph. Wow. But Brett, do you have any that you've been eyeing? Have you been looking I haven't even looked. Don't care. I'm being realistic. We'll never own any of them. Mm-hmm. But there are things that the Capcom store has yeah, every is, year. Does Capcom have anything? There year? will be new things there. One of them. Any exclusives? I, yes. And, uh, has it been revealed yet? No, it hasn't yet. I wanted, oh, to, okay. I wanted us to reveal them soon. But we do that every year. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, and that Chun-Li one was a was Oh, the, the Hello bomb. Kitty thing? The Hello Kitty yeah, Chun-Li. Yeah. Was the uh, yeah, there's a thing that I am super into, so... All right. Take that for what you will, but okay. it, well, it'll be out. It'll be known soon. But it, it, it is. It is so pretty a, cool. go, a ghost and goblins. I'd be into that too. I'm joking you. around. I see that. Yeah. All right. But it's fine. I'm excited to see what you'll you guys will have there. Yeah. I mean, it's. I don't know. There's always cool stuff there. But I, I'm sure. That, I'm sure when I go look at the rest of Comic Con shit, there'll be at least seven things that I'm going to be angry I can't have, and then a mm-hmm. week later I'll forget they ever existed. That Rocket Raccoon plush from New York Comic Con yeah. as a game. God, pissed. that was so nice. Yeah. I didn't even know there was one. Mad. It was gone. You'd never get it. Like you no, couldn't have stood in line. You didn't get it. I did. You didn't buy one for me. I know. I sold it. You. F- you. you really <laughs> yeah. That really happened. Yeah, but I, I did. Wow. It, I did buy it wow. for you. And then you sold it. Yes. <laughs> what? So we could eat. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad I haven't given you that Scott Pilgrim album yet. Nah, man. I was gonna give you twenty and a half bucks for that. I should. You know, I'll bring it by the next time I'm here. But anyway, you drive a hard bargain. <laughs> Yeah, it is funny. Like, video game companies are, like, really making Comic-Con part of their thing now. Like, they definitely have 
a lot of exclusives. Like you might say, they have since two thousand seven. The, the best mm-hmm. one I, I have, I had to trade Cooper for it because I got uh, Hollander a, Cooper. Hollander Cooper of Origin. Oh, of Origin. Um, it was because uh, I ended up getting some Darkwing Duck thing that he'd never seen and wanted. That was the oh, only way I got yeah. it. And uh, and yes, uh, and it was the Brock Simpson, Brock Samson, Venture Brothers, uh, mm-hmm. Naked and Bloody variant, ah. which is so. Beautiful and typical of Comic Con, the variant I got was one without paint, which you generally get as a naked doll. But now wow. it's gold. We didn't bother to paint it, and it's wow. exclusive, and they're only two hundred. Did no, uh, yeah? I'm also tempted this year to. I'm, I'm tempted every year to to pay for art, like to mm-hmm. get an original. That's actually the only thing I go there to buy. Like, but it's just I worry about taking care of it on the way. It's, on the plane. it's hard, but I, I usually FedEx it, and it's that's like an additional thirty dollars. Yeah, it's already like commissions aren't cheap, nor mm-hmm. should they be. Like if you're paying a guy for original art, even if it's just to draw Spider-Man's face, I haven't done any commissions, but I have mm-hmm. bought some original art. I send them back. I FedEx them. Yeah. All right, you know we should stop here. We'll have more San Diego Comic Con talk, and also, boy, next week is a big one hundred. I, I do have some things planned. It's not just going to be a normal episode, but uh, yeah, fuckers. Stop it, it on the message board. There's a lot going on in life right now that may like I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to give you a, a good hunter, guys. How's the plant going? Uh, the the ficus? Oh, no, that died. Oh man, <laughs> I was taking care of a plant for a good number of years, but then uh, oh. I look. You guys don't want to hear how I pizza boxes finally fell over and crushed. The show it. was no, just no. I talk more about right. your plant. The show is just getting interesting. I cleaned up my apartment hardcore last this weekend. If you saw my apartment now, you'd be like, "Wow, this is clean. This is not crazy clean." I can't believe Hank lives here. <laughs> but can you do it twice? <laughs> I can year? keep it clean. No. I can keep it clean. That's that, that's the thing. Is once, it, once it's clean, keeping it clean is much easier. Well, look, I just. For some reason, I had a mental impasse about taking out the trash. I was like, eh, do Jesus. I really need to? Like, it's just there. I mean, they're in trash bags. Why, why take the trash bags out? God. Put them under the bed. Save I've them. You never know what, how much Look, money they'll I be had, worth. I had, a lot of, I, I had some emotional problems to deal with. I feel like you know, you know, I'm doing better with them now. Maybe the answer was outside next to the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe it helped to get rid of the trash they that were the me. mental trash of your <laughs> no, kitchen Henry took out the trash once and all of a sudden you can wear regular underwear not pajama bottom <laughs> well I still have the pants hallway <laughs> if that's what you're talking about like, uh, alright you know this is not this is wearing them now guys well, until next time <laughs> oh no wait we should have plugs I'm sorry plugs. really should uh, laser time bitch I, what was the episode this week um Killer actors, that's what it was. Yep. Killer actors. Actors um, who have killed. Uh, which actors we dealt with in very sensitive, very sensitive. As sensitive as you can deal with a topic like that where I find certain things funny that are horrific. Aha. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, and we have that. Uh, we uh, have kicked off Sex Toy Story 2014. Oh, goodness. Win a game or t-shirt by taking pictures of action figures fucking. Uh, no, I can tell by the looks in your faces, neither of you endorse uh, this feature, but some asshole came on the site and called us out. I did see that. That was. I just feel like you're repeating yourself from 2009. I got mad that the guy just came in there. I've been doing this for years and doing it better. And his website's literally called Action Figures Fucking. And I'm oh, like, let's wow. show this guy what for. Jeez, we're better than he is. At uh, this. Man, did you? Uh, and yeah, I saw in the comments on that uh, on the Killer Actors mm-hmm. episode that like. 
I didn't know that Scott Hall had killed somebody. I didn't either. But because yeah, he, he, he just it wasn't like he just shot he ran somebody. them down with their car, he shot somebody. He just fucking shot somebody. In a bar or something like that. Uh yeah. there, there's that it's a great episode, already getting great responses. Mm-hmm. Uh the episode of Video Game Apocalypse I was on this week. I don't know why. I think it was because I hadn't talked to anybody in two to three days. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the fun, most fun time I've had. It's all silly and laughing. If you listen to one episode, ha- like let it be this one because it's the one I'm going to go listen to because I had so much fun on, on there and with Brandon. Maybe I'll Dave. listen to this one right after. This I swear, I don't know what happened, but it, we, it, everybody was at peak silly. Um, and, and then there's cheap podcast as well. There's, the should, there's a newish one. episode of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also finally put up our. Uh, Top five child endangerment games, video wow. games that put little kids in big trouble. Uh, that's that's up there. A new episode that's up next of Guess the Game commercial. Uh, Boy, you went post crazy. I did, uh, and and John has some um, comic reviews up now, including uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine and number one uh, Grayson number one. I saw a funny quote from Peter David that he said, like back in nineteen ninety two, I was writing X Factor and Spider Man twenty ninety nine. In, in 2014, mm-hmm. I'm writing X Factor <laughs> and Spider-Man 2099. I was I, I don't have any interest in 2099, but I had an interest. I, 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 uh, it's I'm only interested in in 2099 if Peter David writes it. Like, I had an I'm interest, interested. but he said, but he said the first issue of Grayson is pretty cool, and it's mm-hmm. very weird departure of Dick Grayson as a Wait, he's a secret agent as a secret agent. And then uh, Brad, you have a podcast too. I wasn't even done. Well, okay, <laughs> I think I'm done. Okay. Action movies, right? Uh, so the action v- movie podcast. Yeah, VGEmpire.com video game music podcast. Uh, we just posted Movie Mania, an episode about Where Aiden's... Where did a picture from? Rocketeer. Is it really? Yeah. Wow, it says Hollywoodland. That's yeah. so cool. Uh, so it's an eight, the, the only 8-bit rendition of Hollywoodland Hollywood sign. Uh, no, it was all about 8- and 16-bit movies, uh, movie games since it's the summer movie season. So we got Gremlins 2, we got Batman, we got... Uh, uh, people pointed out uh, Pat who helped us with the Breath of Fire episode just a few weeks earlier pointed out that the Waterworld game has incredible music uh, <laughs> the, the Virtual Boy one? Or? no there's a Super NES one that was only in Europe uh, it never came ah! out it never, and then when I mentioned I meant I linked the I linked the video to Grimm and he's like I really love that Ocean published the Waterworld game and I oh. and I never put that together Wow. And I thought that was really funny. That is great. Uh, but yeah, it's a video game music podcast. We've done Persona. We've done Mario, Zelda, Sonic, all that Gojira. crap. Gojira. Godzilla episode, Ninja Turtles episode, Jurassic Park Go- episode, four there, Castlevania episodes. There's a 60th anniversary of Godzilla uh, exclusive at Comic-Con, I saw. It's at so, the Bandai Namco booth. I I'll never see it or get it. It's fine. Oh, and I did, you know, one announced Capcom thing that is pretty cool that Udon has is that... Uh, a special, like a one hundred dollars special edition of like the Art of Capcom book or something. Like it, it looks really cool. All right. <laughs> I, I just know you don't have any idea. With of course, I, of course, I don't. Uh, but it's cool looking. Sounds it's got great. A really cool sounds cover. Great. I bet it's an image you've seen before. Where like, it's, I hope you all line up and buy a seven or eight. Of them. It's a long line of all these different Capcom characters walking to the left, and then on the right side facing them is Ryu charging up uh, a Hadouken. It's nice. a really cool cover. Anywho, all right. Enough of this. This has been an extra long episode. We'll see you at number 100. Until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior!